We're not gonna hurt you. We're just gonna bash your brains in. Welcome back to Five Movie Madness. I'm your host this week, Corey, and uh, I am joined as always with Joe. I don't want to alarm you guys, but I think I see dead people. Wow. <laughs> and Matt. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. We were almost all from the same movie. If I wasn't almost, jerk. almost, oh. almost. I, uh, I, I had, I had another sideline that I was trying to go between. It was uh, going to be we came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Okay. So then we would have had three different movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you know, whatever. It's fine. Anyways, if you couldn't guess by our fun opening lines, today's uh, topic is going to be ghost movies. Ghost movies. Uh, but before we get into that, Joe, do we have any? Media mail? That's a good question that I didn't look up before. <laughs> Great. Do this right now in real time and hope the internet plays along. Yes. Bennett sent us another email. Oh, regarding what? What he's been watching. Oh, good. Yeah. Said Mortal Kombat, the 90s one. It's not good, but it's dumb fun. Goro looks like claymation, but apparently it's robotic. I don't remember anything about the original Mortal Kombat, really. It's way better than the Street Fighter movie. I yes, believe that. Like, that I know. Like, leaps and bounds. <laughs> it wasn't a great movie, but it was fine. Like, yeah, it was, it was I, all right. And it still kind of is. Like, if I turned it on right now, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, this movie was amazing. But I'd still be like, this was enjoyable. Yeah. I've at least seen, like, part of this movie within the last five years. So, that's something. It used to be on like TV a lot, right? I feel like yeah, it was one time. of those. Like I TNT. feel like it was another one of those TBS and or, TNT. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Spike TV. At, like yeah, Spike. That's right. Yeah. It's probably streaming somewhere right now. I would imagine. Well, uh, you think HBO I know. Has an, it? I, I know Annihilation is on know. HBO Max. I don't know if the original is also on. HBO. I would imagine it, it probably is. is. No idea. I'm looking it up. Uh, it's on Peacock with ads. Hmm. All right. You know. Bennett also asked in the email, what's a movie you know is not... Uh, I'm going to take that again. What's a movie you know is not good, but you like anyway? The first Sharknado will perpetually reign on my must-see classics list. I mean, that's an excellent choice. I do sure. like Sharknado. The first Sharknado. Where, where do I start? I mean, we have The Room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the question. Like, do we, do, is it so that, bad that's... it's good? or? Yeah, or is he talking like... Guilty pleasures, right? Never back down. Never back uh-huh. down. All the yeah, Fast like, and the Furious movies. Literally every Fast and Furious movie, especially Tokyo Drift. I love that one. Fast Five's like good though. I don't know. I don't particularly particularly like any of them. So okay, not my cup of tea. I mean, you can also go like the slasher movie route. Like, yeah, right. They made, yeah. they made one good Halloween, one good Friday the Thirteenth, and one and a half good Nightmare on Elm Street. The rest are like trash. But if you like the series, I mean, it's you know it's not good, but you're getting what you pay for, so to speak. For sure. For Same sure. thing with yeah. Saw, I guess. Yeah. Right. Like the first Saw movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just laws of diminishing returns after that. But if you're sure. there just for gruesome violence then here we go yeah right on so if you want to be like Bennett and send us an email it's 5moviemadness at gmail.com with the number 5 oh man well awesome thanks Bennett uh, uh, we're here to talk about a category that's near and dear to my heart personally 
And that's ghost movies. Do you guys have fun making this list? I had a lot of fun making this list. I wouldn't I say... Go ahead. I did not. <laughs> Fair. I definitely had less fun than you did, Corey. I had so much fun. It's, it's, I had a lot of fun rewatching a bunch of these. It's it's not my brand of horror. And I, I guess your mind goes to like, horror when you think of ghost movies. But there are a lot of ghost movies that are not horror like that I was able to think That's of. where I live. That's where so... I mostly live on my list. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I thought, like, going through the list I made, finding those ones that aren't horror ghost movies were fun. I was like, ooh, that that counts, and, like, that's going to be a fun count. This, there are a couple on there that, I, that I'm assuming are on lists that aren't horror um, that I'm excited to talk about, too. So, um, anyways, let's get into what we are... Or how we do this. So first, we are going to start with the five movie rundown. That's where we all reveal our personal top five lists of ghost movies. Uh, if for if at any point in time somebody has a movie higher on their list, we will table it to that later point in time. Later on down the road, once all of the movies have been revealed, we will get into madness. But I'm not going to bother you with those details yet. We'll wait for them. So without any further ado, Matt, what is your number five ghost movie? My number five ghost movie is probably the biggest stretch we have, we have on this list. It's more of like a guardian angel than a ghost, but I went with Always. Widely considered the worst Steven Spielberg movie, but I, it it's, uh, holds a fond place in my heart. So if you haven't seen Always... Oh, that's it's a the title. Movie. I yes. thought you were building up still. I've never even no. heard of it. Okay. Yeah, same. <laughs> so Always is, a, I believe it came out in the late 80s or like really early 90s. Stars Richard Dreyfuss and Holly Hunter. Um, Richard Dreyfuss and Holly Hunter are boyfriend-girlfriend. And they live in the Pacific Northwest. And his job, he's a pilot that puts out forest fires. So he flies like into the fire. And like he's with about a water to... tank? Yeah, it's more like clay, I guess, that they drop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, tells Holly Hunter he's going to... He's like the most... He's the best, but he's also the most reckless. You know, one of those. Um, he tells Holly Hunter he's going to do one last... Uh, He's one more week on the job, and he's going to, like, retire and become, like, a flight instructor, and she's all happy. And, of course, tragedy strikes, and he dies. But he's, like, doesn't – isn't really, like, laid to rest. He's, he's like, a guardian angel, and he's watching over another pilot. And this pilot is actually – very good, but raw. He's still, he's like a rookie. Then he gets the hots for Holly Hunter. So now he has to watch this person, like, you know, fall in love with his girl. And then he's still, like, advising him. But as a but member as of the well. audience, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know if he's being reckless on purpose, reckless because he knows the kid can do it, or reckless because he wants him to die so he <laughs> he can uh, be with, like, Holly Hunter. So it's it's a cute movie. I like the cast. Holly Hunter, Richard Dreyfuss, John Goodman's in it. Audrey Hepburn's apparently in it? Yeah. I think that's her last appearance ever on film, actually. She has a very small role. Yeah. But um, I fun like fact, it. Fun fact, this was a Christmas movie. It was the, released on Christmas? 20, no... The 22nd. Okay. Of 1999, 1989, I'm sorry. Oscar season. Okay. That's well, crazy. I don't think it no. won or was nominated for it anything. It got nominated but, for three uh, things, but not Oscars. Okay, I I really enjoy it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Go ahead, borrow it from me. Anyone out there, you have an open invitation <laughs> to borrow it from Matt. <laughs> Tweet at me, MR underscore J-A-N-N-Y. Ask to borrow always. That'll be really funny, actually. 
<laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> well, like a sisterhood of the traveling pants thing going on with the <laughs> your copy of Always. That's it. Yeah, but that's it. That's my number five. Okay. Joe, your number five? My number five kicks off the uh, not horror part of my list <laughs> with uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. So <laughs> close. So close. Just missed my bubble. Just missed my bubble. It was a late addition to the list, but I think it's a solid one. I was watching movie clips to refresh myself a little bit. I mean, most of the movie takes place in Yeah, there's hell. spirits for most yeah. of the movie. I mean, they, they Yeah, are, they are literal ghosts for most of the movie. Which is awesome. William Sadler, yeah. On the, he's so yeah, good in this. He's so good. <laughs> is, he the be- is he the best actor in this movie? Uh, Probably. He could be. It, it's, yeah. I mean, probably, right? Like, I, I Keanu Reeves a... and, uh, what is it, Alex Winters? Or... Yeah. Alex Winter. Winter, yeah. They're, they're, they're them. I don't know but... anyone else by name either in the movie. George Carlin. George Carlin. Yeah. Well, George Carlin was one. better in the first one. Well, yeah, George Carlin was barely substantially in better in the first one. Yeah. yeah. The, the bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2, who's also Hans in The Mighty Ducks, he's in yes. it. <laughs> what Station? Station's a great actor. Station is a great actor. I will say on the, the pivot, what the I was one of the scenes I watched was where he possesses his dad. I totally possessed my dad. Yes, that's incredible that acting. Yes, it is. It's yes. Inc- <laughs> by both of them. They like had the mannerism ah, down to a T. I don't. The chubby guy. He's not, not as, as good, but the guy who plays Ted's dad, who I don't Dude, remember, he's donuts. so good. <laughs> yeah, he's really, really good. That's a, that's a good scene. So I dudes, remember. I mean, fellow cops, cops. fellow police officers. <laughs> I totally possessed my dad. I love that. <laughs> uh, the scene when they first get to hell, and they're like bouncing in between all the rooms. Yeah. That like legitimately creeped me out as a kid. Like, I like the, I, uh, the effects for that were really good. That's like yeah. the Twilight Zone it's movie. Kind of Scooby Doo. Oh man! Like the, especially <laughs> the, the one thing. where um, they walk in and they see like the grandma. Oh, that was so freaky. And the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny was creepy. Um, Yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, better movie, but Bogus Journey, a lot lot more quotable. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Yeah, Yeah, I I didn't think of it as a ghost movie. I didn't do any, I didn't check any lists or anything, but that's a good one. That might have cracked my top five. Yeah, that's that's one I picked up because I looked at a list. I was like, oh, yeah. That's way better than what I was going to put at number five. Certainly. What were you going to put at number five? We'll, we'll, get, you know, we'll get to it. It's your bubble, we'll so I guess we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. All right. So that's Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Corey, what's your five? So my five is going to be uh, more in the realm of what people probably think of when they hear the word ghost movie. Uh, my number five is Insidious. Never seen bubble. it. Bubble. Made my bubble. Yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't tell if that was a ghost or like a demon. So there was, so there are demons, like there is the demon, right? The weird Darth Maul looking thing. (gasps) But the house itself is all haunted. It's true. Like the little, I, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of ghosts in the movie. Um, This came out when I was in college, 2010, I think. Okay. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. And it was a horror movie and it was PG-13. It was called Insidious, the trailer looked pretty good i was like i'm i'm down to clown i want to see how good this pg-13 i went in kind of skeptical that would make me skeptical definitely yeah i i was like pg-13 but again the trailer looked like it was going to be pretty 
creepy. 2011. 2011. So close. And I get to the theater. I watch it. I'm there with a buddy. And we leave. And I look at my friend. And I'm like, holy shit. That might be one of the best ghost movies I've seen in a very, very long time. And part of it was because it was PG-13. And it freaked me out as much as it did. Right? Like, to pull off a good horror paranormal movie and keep it PG-13... You're doing some shit right. That's tougher because it's not relying on like the gore and the. It's not relying on the gore. The yeah, exactly. It, it's it's really relying on a lot of jump scares. Lots mm. of jump scares. Lots of jump scares and good use of music. audio. Yeah, yeah, because the music really picks up with the jump scare, and it's mm-hmm. like that. It's like this like scary like organ music or like like very loud opera in the background. Like yep. yeah, it's creepy as shit. And, and there's two or three times, again, to really screw with your brain, they let the organ and the opera music go high pitch and high, and then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So you're like, shit. So then the next time you're not ready, you're like, okay, they're going to go up high, and nothing's going to happen, and then something does, and it's just... You're, they're constantly, like, keeping you off kilter, which is exactly what... Like, that's the effective way to do it in a movie like this. Yeah. I, I remember seeing the little the little kid in front of like the the turntable. Okay. Uh, when they start playing tiptoe through the tulips Tiny for the ten. first time. Yep. Uh, I was like yeah, horrified, horrified. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen with that little guy, but I don't want it. Whatever it is, I don't want it. And on top of that, it does do a pretty um, an interesting job of taking the haunted house and turning the concept on its head where the house isn't what's haunted. Yeah. They actually move and the, the things still happen. Cause that's yeah. the, that's the thing you think about in every haunted house movie, just leave the freaking house yes. and they never do. And this, in this case they do and everything yeah. still continues to, yeah. yeah everything that's... still, still happens because yep. it's, it's the kid that's haunted, not the, not the house and a very good lead into the sequel too. Like it sets up very well for the future. Sequel's Definitely. not exactly good. No, compared to the first one, I think they made two more after that. They did, yeah. the The last but, ones were not great, but um, it's it it left you wanting more, and it mm-hmm. kind of led into the second one pretty good. So that's a good movie. All for right. sure. Matt, number four. Since we're doing ghost movies, I'd be remiss not to include the movie Ghost. <laughs> I wanted to watch it for this. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Ghost so. is a good movie, man. You'd like it. The runtime hey, really put me Joe. off. <laughs> Joe, Joe, wait, wait. I got one. What? I got one. Ditto. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Have you never seen the movie, Joe? No. Okay. So oh, so you don't even he, get that reference. He doesn't get you. the no. reference. No. <laughs> yeah. Ghost, it's good. It's at the end of the Swayze run where he made oh, Dirty Dancing, Roadhouse, Point Break, and Ghost. I've seen one of those. I mean, no Swayze, no Wazy. Uh If you haven't seen it, it's very good. Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. I think Whoopi Goldberg might have won an Oscar for this. I'm not positive, though. That's Maybe supporting? nominated. Yeah, that would be it. She plays Odame Brown. Uh, Patrick Swayze is a guy who is murdered, and he gets stuck between in the spiritual plane between heaven and hell. He has unfinished business, so he can't go into the light, and he's not going to get sent into the darkness. So he is just kind of like chilling around, learning how to be a ghost while uh, 
Demi Moore, his girlfriend, tries to come to terms with his death. And there's a whole reason behind his death. He, um, he was, uh, there, there was a play. There's a, there's a reason he was killed. And uh, I won't spoil it for you. Even though the movie's over 30 years old, I don't feel like spoiling this one. So you should definitely see it. It has that famous scene with the, with the pottery. pottery that, yep. Yes. Every pottery teacher hates this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Probably. So, um, yes, uh, best actress in a supporting role. Yes, she won. 1991. Will be Winner? Yep. yep. Must have been a weak year. They also got anyway. screenplay. <laughs> it won screenplay? Yeah, it was nominated yeah. for best picture, film editing, wow. and, and the original score. 91. Was it the movie came out in 91? Or no, no, 91 no, no, no. It was the 91. Yeah, so it was 1990 was the movie. So I think that was the Silence of the Lambs year, if I'm not mistaken, or Dances with Wolves, one of the two. That yeah, I don't remember best. which one. I think, I think, I think Silence of the Lambs came out in '91. Okay, so it's Dances with Wolves. Yeah, yeah so, Dances with Wolves was best original score, best sound mixing, best adapted screenplay. Wow! So the best picture nominees, three of them were Dances with Wolves. No, Goodfellas came out in '89. Jesus, Dances with Wolves cleaned up. Yeah. Best ever cinematography, seen, best picture. You ever see Dances with Wolves? Of course I have. Goodfellas came out in ninety though. Did it? Did it? Oh, okay. Goodfellas lost to Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Da- Dances with Wolves, Goodfellas, and Ghost were three of the five best picture nominees for that year. What a time! Crazy. What a time! I prefer Goodfellas. Uh, Jeremy Irons. I've never best seen Ghost year. or Dances with Wolves, but I definitely prefer Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Just three vastly, vastly different movies. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Ghost. Ghost is good. Check it out. One day. One of my the the brewery that I work for actually does a Patrick Swayze sour series. That's cool. Yeah. So we have this series of sour beers that we make, um, and they're all named after Swayze movies. Uh, so one of them is Via Con Dios and Be Nice Tell It's Time Not to Be Nice. Roadhouse. Um, Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> Uh, the, one, right? Yes, that's I just, think it's yeah. I think it's nobody puts baby in corners. That's the name of the most quotable yeah. line. Uh, and then the one for this movie is called Ditto, Joe. Cool. Oh. he's incapable. He's not incapable. He doesn't say "I love you." He just says "Ditto." Yeah, <laughs> he's emotionally stunted. So like, oh, like Whoopi Goldberg's character is a medium, and but she's a fake. But he actually goes to her, and like she can hear him. So she's really not a fake, and she's communicating to Demi Moore like through him. And then she goes, uh, he's like, tell her I love her. He goes, he says he loves you. And she goes, he would never say that. He goes, tell her ditto. Then he goes, and she goes, what the hell is ditto? <laughs> 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 then she like turns around. It's a good scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ghost. So that's uh, Patrick Swayze in Ghost at number four for Matt. I just want to look up the Blu-ray clause for Ghost. That's one <laughs> going on. We're going to play our game. Eight ninety nine, baby. Eight ninety nine. That's probably close. Sure, it should be. <laughs> right on the money. Yeah. Best Buy, eight ninety nine. There's a plan. I'm back. Corey's a plan. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Some movie uh, cover of the Blu-ray. It's very provocative. It's not just them in the in the, in the pottery <laughs> room. They're both. No, nude. it's them. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I took right. a shot in the dark. Frontal. I didn't expect that to be from, close. From from the side. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. All right. They're embracing. All right. Joe, yes. number four. Number four is my only horror movie that made the list, and I imagine we're going to be tabling right now, but it's The Shining. Table. Yeah, you're going to have to table that, Joe. Yep. 
Okay. Number four for me, uh, we might be tabling Ghostbusters. Table. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely we're tabling. tabling. Yes. Yeah. That's so much <laughs> more shocking than the Shining one. Now I'm really curious about what number one is. <laughs> yeah. Based on, based on our pregame talk. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I'm shocking. Okay. Number three, Matt. Uh, 1408. So close. I wanted to put it on here so bad. I, I don't love know that what movie. this movie is. Fuck, I love this movie. It's it's a horror movie. Uh, John Cusack. Oh, is okay. A, he's a writer that investigates haunted places. So he stays in the Dolphin Hotel, run by Sam Jackson. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's definitely, if you haven't seen this one, I'm going to give as little detail as possible. He stays in that room. Weird stuff happens. And it's a fun ride for the, for the audience member. It's really good. It is so fucking good, so good. When it when the movie reaches its peak, and all of the little details that didn't make sense suddenly come to fruition, you understand why they say what they say about the room. Uh, oh my god, that was such a great reveal! I was in the theater when that reveal happened. I was like, "Oh shit!" It was great. I didn't see it for the first time till last year. But uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Thoroughly, thoroughly agree. Fourteen oh eight is a great choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 the extent of the review for fourteen oh eight because uh, it's th- that movie. It, if you haven't seen it yet and you're planning on it, anything we say is going to give everything away. Sure is. Yeah. The only other thing I will I will say about the movie is that John Cusack uh, doesn't actually believe in ghosts going into going yeah, into he's it. A, he's a skeptic. Yeah, he's a skeptic, and. One of my favorite lines in the movie is when a guy's at his book signing is like, all right, where do I go? Where do I go if I 100% want to see ghosts? And John Cusack, without skipping beats, like, 100% guaranteed? Haunted Mansion, Disney World. And then, like, <laughs> hands him the book. I was like, yeah. that's such a good line. Sure is. Oh, man, great pick. Joe, number three. My number three is <laughs> The Muppet Christmas Carol. Not bad. Not bad. It's my favorite version of Christmas Carol, so... That's got a bunch it, of ghosts in it. If if a Christmas if a Christmas Carol had made my list, that would have been the version, for sure. Very fair. Uh, I don't know how much I can say about this that people don't already know. It's the Muppets. They're doing their version of a Christmas Carol. It's got Marley Michael and Caine. Marley, which is the best edition. Yep, you get Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Some guy is not Bob Cratchit because that's Kermit the Frog. The His nephew, nephew Bill? Fred. 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 Yeah, yeah. Fred. <laughs> nephew Bill? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol. It's amazing how that last song, although really heartwarming and fun, Michael Caine is not made to be a singer, man. No, like, that wasn't his... <laughs> that wasn't his gift. Not his, not his strong suit. I still really like that song, but I'm I like, man... Song. Could you imagine if they had had, like, a lead actor who was, like, actually able to sing? <laughs> like, how much better that song would have been? But could they pull off the grumpy Ebenezer Scrooge like Michael Caine could? Nope. It's a fine line. you got to figure out which one's more important to you. Well, they went the right way. I think they, so. I think, they went, I think they went the right way. Best part about Muppet movies for me is when they're acting and they actually list, like, Kermit the Frog as yes. Bob Cratchit. You credits. love that. Yes, it's <laughs> amazing. It's got an IMDb, IMDb page. You got Gonzo, so the great Gonzo as Charles Dickens. <laughs> what a role. 
Rizzo the Rat as Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very true. Yeah. He plays himself. <laughs> How do you know? I'm the narrator. What is that supposed to mean? Good banter. Good banter between uh, Dickens and Rizzo. That's a good time. All right. That's my number three. Uh, yeah, that's your number three. My number three is The Conjuring. Yeah, it's my other bubble. I have one more bubble. Never seen it. Surprise, surprise. The Conjuring redefines the like ghost movie genre. It has spun off into a lot, a lot of sequels and franchise movies. You got The Nun, you got Annabelle, you got Annabelle Creation and blah, blah, blah. You got a lot of movies out of it, but the orig- nothing compares to the original Conjuring. Um, super scary, super interesting visual effects. Uh, James Wan, I believe, is who does the Conjuring movies. He did Insidious. He did Insidious, so who does the Conjuring? Well, kind of the Conjuring. This will be the one time I get to talk during this. Uh, yeah, James Wan. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, he does not... This movie is great because he doesn't hide... I mean, it's actually the same reason Insidious is good. He doesn't particularly try to hide the ghost, and, like, he wants them in your face as often as possible. Um, the, the, the plot of The Conjuring is as straightforward as it gets. It, Amityville Horror... It's really, it's more or less, it's not the actual Amityville Horror story, but very similar. Family moves in, house is haunted with evil demon, evil demon possesses member of family, tries to kill people. You know, straightforward enough. Um, Really, but still some really unique ways of showing the ghost. Like there's one scene where um, she's outside putting up like the laundry and a gust of wind like takes the laundry off of the line and there's nobody behind her, but it like stops and makes a figure like it makes a body figure freaks me out every time. And I know it's coming at this point. I, I know every beat to this movie and it still freaks me out. Um, it's probably most famous for uh, the scene where the mom is lighting a match in a hallway and they, the, the mom and the kids have been playing this clapping game. Yes. Like you clap and try to find the person. She's playing this clapping game, not realizing that it's not with a, another human. And she gets to this dark hallway. She lights a match and you see ghost hands come out and like clap the match off. Clap, clap. Oh my God. That Did was I a, jump out of my seat when that happened. That was in the trailer. Yes. And there's no context to that scene in the trailer. So you're watching the trailer you're like, wow, that's dumb. But then you only actually see the movie. It, it is yeah. it is pretty scary i saw that in theaters with my wife and yeah it freaked me out i mean the the climax scene at the end with with the mom and the scissors i was like tears running oh, down yeah. my face that was on the edge of my seat man that was a definitely that was really intense um yeah like i've never seen the sequels or the spinoffs so i can't give like any like like credence to like the series itself but the first movie is very good the the sequel the 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 true sequel to the conjuring conjuring 2 is very good it's not as good but it is still very good and i think one of the other things that you have to take take in mind when you look at movies like the conjuring is that they are following real life people these uh, are real life husband and wife team real life husband and wife team that did investigate that family they did investigate the amityville horror 
and they did investigate that house in England for the conjuring too. Those are all their accounts of those stories, obviously dramatized to become horror movies, but these are real stories that they're telling, um, which adds to the creepy factor of it for sure. Yeah, Patrick Wilson is in Insidious and The Conjuring, and it's the same director for both. That's kind of yeah. very similar style movies. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's number three. Um, Matt, number two. My number two is The Shining. Table it. Okay. So I know what your number two is. Okay. We're cool. Uh. Joe, number two. Let's kick it. Uh, yeah, my number two is Coco. Nice. Oh my okay. god! All right. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I I wouldn't even think to go there. It's but all spirits. It it's all spirits. Certainly, certainly fits. Yeah. I don't like horror movies. Surprise, I surprise. <laughs> I know you don't. I watched a couple for this. They just didn't make my list. Uh, Coco. Uh, I can't wait to hear what they are. I mean, look at. We could talk about it. We'll do it. We'll do it after, yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. Yeah, Coco. Coco's really, really just a good movie. It just happens to have a bunch of spirits in it, so it fit the category really well. Certainly. It's almost two Pixar movies almost made my list, but I decided one was enough. What was the other one? Soul. Soul. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kid. It's his family bans musicianship, so he decides to just screw your rules. I'm going to become a musician because it's what makes me happy. He tries to steal from the dead, gets cursed, becomes trapped in the spirit world, has to get his way out. It's, it's kind the of Day of the Dead day from the like dead, Me- yeah. Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mexican culture. Yeah. It's a ride, emotional twists and turns. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit predictable because it's Pixar and it's yeah also needs to be viewable and figured out by children. <laughs> but it's really really good. Some of the songs are pretty good. I'm not usually a big fan of musical numbers in movies, but this is one of the exceptions. It's good. You, you know, you know how I feel about oh, I do movies. You love them. You can't get enough. One too many. <laughs> I stick to it. God damn it. That's, you're wrong about that one, but. <laughs> Remember Me, that's the song that won the yes. Academy Award, mm-hmm. and it beat out the song from uh, Greatest Showman, which was that's like crazy to me. Bonkers. Never seen that's, that one, so I it's, I, it's I, mean, I, know the, I know the song kind of. It's but. Pixar. That's the only reason it beat it out because Disney put its stamp on it. Which which song from Greatest Showman was it? The the, the song the... sung by the big bearded lady. Yes. Okay. Okay. I can't remember. The I just name didn't of know it, if it was. I didn't know if that was. It was her song, or if it was from now on, that was gonna get the nom. I always forget because those are those are the two big ones from now on, and then hers is, is it, um, this is me. This yes. is me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a that... good performance. It was weird too watching those Oscars. They nailed that performance from the Greatest Showman. Then the Coco one was the worst performance. It wasn't great. Oh, and then they wind up winning. It was crazy. So. I thoroughly enjoy that part of the Oscars though, when they let the nominations for like best song actually perform mm-hmm. is that that's relatively new right they haven't been doing that for that long have they uh, yeah i get definitely in the last 10 years they've done yeah it that's fair one. okay yeah. it's it's better content than like the bad jokes and staged laughs from everyone well it's just weird now that there's no hosts so there's a lot of filler crap yeah hmm. but anyway coco's good 
if you haven't seen it and you have Disney Plus, you know, check it out. Let's go back to the horror. Let's move on <laughs> to your guys' We're lists. Corey. So, number two is going to be a punt. Or, I'm sorry, a, a table. table. How dare you? <laughs> what's, what's your number two, Matt? It's your, it's your number two. Oh, it's my number two. Yeah. My number two is The Orphanage. Oh, wow. Okay. No idea. Sure. Oh, that was weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I tabled. I, yeah, oh, I yeah, table, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tabled okay, your yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I would have talked about it if it was that two. Yep. Okay. No, my number two is The Orphanage, Guillermo del Toro. Um, this is. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I think this is my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. Um, Hellboy is very sad right now. He can be. He doesn't hold uh, doesn't hold the candle to the orphanage. It is so good. It is creepy. It is slow moving. So if you like like slow moving, like you don't know when things are gonna are supposed to start scaring you. That type of like suspense. That's what the orphanage gives you. If you want to have anxiety for two hours, <laughs> literally, it is anxiety for the entire time. Um, the main ghost figure that we see throughout the movie is a little boy with a burlap sack over his head which is just a very eerie sight um and i don't want to give i don't want to give too much away on this one because they they keep pulling information or like references from uh a child a very a fairly famous childhood disney movie that we've all seen Mighty Ducks. Um, Fox and the Hound. Fox and the Hound. Nailed it. Uh, Robin Williams also played this character at some point in his career. The um, genie from Aladdin? Flubber? How do you guys keep nailing this? This is unbelievable. Unreal, guys. You're awesome. <laughs> no, it's Peter Pan. They make a bunch of Peter Pan references, and so by the end of the movie, your thoughts and concept of what the story of Peter Pan is telling you is on its own head. And it's honestly the way I've looked at Peter Pan ever since. I absolutely adore this movie. Um, I have not watched... I had not watched it for a long time. Uh, but with this list coming up, I was like, you know what? This is the week. This is the week I rewatch it. And I was a little concerned. I was worried that it wasn't going to be as good as I remember it. It is. It holds up. It. I. If you have not seen The Orphanage and you like, scary, like suspense movies, watch The Orphanage. It's got very good reviews. I've never seen it. It's I. It's uh, but it's weird because you said it's your favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. So I just yes. looked at two quick lists of our top ten Guillermo del Toro movies. It's not on it, which is weird because the reviews are so good. Yeah, so I, I mean, it would be. It's probably an under yeah, the but, radar. But he's got he's he, like mimics on there. Chronos, Blade. Pan's two. Labyrinth is probably on there. Number yeah, one, Blade yeah. two. I forgot yeah. that name. He he's he's made bigger he's flashes. In, he, like he's had like more pop success on his other movies that kind of like pushed the orphanage and one of my bubble movies to like the background. But I mean, if you've seen the orphanage, it, it's probably your, your like darling Guillermo del Toro movie. Cool. So, All right. uh, yeah, Matt, number one, Ghostbusters, baby. That's my number one too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the one I thought was going to be all of our number one. No, I was convinced it was going to be what mine is, but okay. Corey, that's you fine. don't you don't know me very well. Yeah. I don't, I Joe, have you so. ever seen it? What? The Shining. Well, that's, we'll it's number four on my list. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. 
Yeah, we'll talk about wow. Ghostbusters. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's literally the same number. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, Bill Murray. Great comedy. Um, there's a there's a Netflix special, uh, the movies that made us, and uh, that the, the Ghostbusters episode is very good. Dan Aykroyd is like the backbone of this film. He's very into ghosts, and he really pushed for this. Um, he seems like a guy who would be any... really into ghosts. I I don't like to, and Joe, feel free to edit this out. Sure. If you guys have ever thought about listening to the last podcast on the left, weren't sure about it, just search the last podcast episode that they interview Dan Aykroyd. It is fucking stellar. He loves this stuff. He loves yeah. ghosts and UFOs. So good. I feel like I can leave that So in. good. Yeah. It's really funny. Not just, I don't want to just mention Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Winston. I've Ernie Hudson. There it is. Yeah, I love it. Uh, they're the, they're, they're our quartet so to speak, that make up the Ghostbusters. Although Winston doesn't do a lot in the movie. He joins midway through. He well, joins the whole late, thing, and he also doesn't do that much once he joins. It was supposed to be Eddie Murphy, and he couldn't do it. Really? And huh. he had a much bigger role. So they, I think Ernie Hudson was like a last-minute like Ed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they started slashing some of the content, Probably, I guess. Yeah. They were like, well, he if it's not, not Eddie. He may not do a whole lot, but... The one scene that I think matters the most in the whole movie, he's the heart of. That's a big Twinkie. No. Yep, that's, uh, oh, uh, it's the emotional the, gut punch of Ghostbusters. Yeah, that emotional scene when like they're talking about like all the shit that they've seen. Like, that's a pretty powerful moment in the movie. I see and, like, shit that'll turn you white. Is that the no? <laughs> no, no. When he's driving in the car. Oh, okay. When he's driving in the car, um. It like it like it calls into question his faith and and all that happy nonsense. It's like it's it's a pretty powerful moving moment in the movie. So like I I think that's one probably one of the be- like one of the better scenes in the movie. I mean this movie is phenomenal top to bottom though. Like you ain't lying. You have yeah, like I Rick, tomorrow I could say different something yeah. completely different as my favorite scene. Rick Moranis and Storehearts. Oh what the hell. Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I wasn't sure what, if you were trying to think of her or the receptionist. No, I, yeah. I don't know the receptionist. Neither do I. But, uh, the key master and the gatekeeper. That's it. Are you the key master? Yep. Very good stuff. Uh, <laughs> such Slimer. a weird implied sex scene. I know. Yes. You'd be, re- be remiss not to mention Slimer. Of and course. the delicious beverage that came out. Ecto cooler. Ecto, ecto cooler. <laughs> Ghostbusters has everything. Cultural lexicon. Stay puffed marshmallow, man. I've never seen stay puffed marshmallows, which is like kind of uh, sad. I'm pretty sure they're made up for this. No, no. kidding, but they should make stay puffed marshmallow. Uh, okay. That should be like a number they one. Should marshmallow bundle them part. with ecto cooler. Yeah, that's it. This should still be a thing. I don't Fun know. fact. Well, you... I guess there's a movie coming out, right? Ghostbusters three is finally coming out. Mm-hmm. Is so there? there'll be ecto's coming back, baby. I love it. <laughs> Came back for the for the remake. Might as well come back for this. So they still is have that the recipe. in like July? I don't know. It's been pushed back so many times. As a kid from Stranger Things in it. 2023. Doesn't, oh. Isn't Paul Rudd in it? Did they just, did you, are you serious? 2023? I, I made that up. I have no, no idea. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be way too late. That would be a crazy pushback. It was supposed to come out in 2020. So I'm assuming sometime this year, maybe early next year. Ghostbusters know. Afterlife 2021. Potentially. Initial release. Oh no. It actually released in Indonesia apparently. No. How to test? Gotta take a trip. Yeah. (laughs) 
can't though. Why not? It's scheduled. It's scheduled to be released in November uh, on November 11th. Okay. Okay. Oh, and it's Finn Wolfhard. That's yes. the, yep. the stranger. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, saying the Stranger Things kid doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> there are. Multiple I had the mental picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that was also in it. You know the famous one. There's, I guess, three famous Stranger Things yeah, yeah. kids, right? One, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown one, might count. That's, that's, the, uh, that's one of the three for yeah, sure. Yeah. And <laughs> Finn Wolfhard the, and the kid in those uh, Verizon commercials. Fias, yeah, Fias. Fias. Yeah, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. I call him Toothless. I know that's mean, but that's what they called him in Stranger Things. That's how I know him. That's how I know him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. You have anything else to add for Ghostbusters? I think everyone in the world has seen this, Ghostbusters. This was the first movie I thought of when we came up with this title. I'm like, okay, Ghostbusters is number one. How do I annoy the guys with the rest of my list? Well, I f- really can't <laughs> believe that's number one. Oh, it's... I re- it's, I, it's no got, question. Without, without looking this up, if this has anything lower than a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes, I'd be shocked. It's lower than 98. Is it really? Yeah. 97. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, Well, you get to be shocked now. Uh, Three out of every hundred people hate Ghostbusters. That's insane. I mean, Have they seen Ghostbusters? I think that, like, that that episode was so enlightening and so much fun. Uh, Movies movies that that made us? us? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But even some of the other, like, fun facts, like the fact that Eddie Murphy just... Or not Eddie Murphy, Jesus Christ. Bill Murray didn't want to be there, so he just tried to be a sarcastic asshole the whole time, and all it ended up doing was make his character better. Is that true for Ghostbusters? Yeah, I thought it was true. I know for, it's I true. I it know it's wrong. true for Groundhog Day. I thought that's what I thought that's. I thought that was Ghostbusters, not Groundhog Day. Because Harold Ramis directed Groundhog Day, and, it, and Bill Murray was impossible to work with. Apparently, I don't know if it's true for Ghostbusters or not, but I definitely heard that about Groundhog Day. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I thought I maybe. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's one of those urban legends, and it's, neither is true. And He's it's just, definitely a sarcastic asshole. We can all agree on that. <laughs> very true. Uh, my fa- oh, favorite scene, very underrated part of Ghostbusters, is when all the ghosts are running rampant through New York City because uh, W. Peck, Walter Peck, um, mm-hmm. had them like shut down that chamber, and the Titanic shows up. And the two dock workers are like, well, better late than never. That's all the ghosts are going off the ship with like their bags back. And you see the Titanic ghost ship with the big hole in the hull. I love it. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was, that was, a, that was a, nice little, a nice little tip to the hat. Cross the streams. That's a big Twinkie. This man has no dick. You can go on and on and on. Out of context, it's real <laughs> weird. But... Yeah. Cats and dogs eating together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> That's probably my most quoted line from Ghostbusters. Choose yeah. a champion or – and uh, all right, nobody think of anything. Clear your mind and then stay Puff Marshmallow Man. If anyone asks if you're a god, you say yes. Yes. <laughs> I saw Ghostbusters 2 as a kid before I saw the first Ghostbusters. Same. Oh, it was it was okay. a weird order to go in because Ghostbusters 2 is not as good. Not nearly as good no. and not nearly as fun to uh, watch no. for sure. It was on Comedy Central like every day. I remember for like my fifth birthday, we went to Sesame Place in New Jersey and uh, we stayed in a hotel and that was like the movie on. I vividly remember it. <laughs> I'm I'm not old enough for this. <laughs> I remember that like the slime, the goop and the Vigo, the painting. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a lot of gooping too. It's Full of gross. goop. Yeah. Full of goop. It's one of the goopiest movies ever made. <laughs> But, would, all right, Slimer, is he like, 
the number one movie ghost in movie history. The most famous. Uh, He's got to be the most recognizable. He's definitely up there. I'm trying to right? think. Casper? Casper, maybe. Okay. Casper might. He's but more Casper... of a cartoon, like, kid show. Yeah, yeah you know what deal. I mean? Like, But, yeah, he was, a, he was a literal TV show before he was in the movie. I think it's a toss-up between Slimer and Bruce Willis. <laughs> you might not be wrong there. Uh, fun fact: I was gonna. I thought about watching this that movie finally for this. I'm like, there's no point in me watching the movie. I already know how it ends. No, here's the thing with that movie, though: you watch it the first time without knowing anything. You get the reveal. That's cool. Knowing the reveal and watching it a second time, you really appreciate the filmmaking. Okay. Because there's a yeah. lot of subtle things that they do to make the reveal like work perfectly. Like you can't go in and say, "Oh, that's bullshit," because this chair would have moved and they would have yeah. known. It's really good. So okay. it's a two-time watch. Yeah, it's it's a lot like Fight Club in that in that way. Uh, sure, Fight Club's the same way. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I guess Slime is probably the most one of it, if not the. Definitely in the top two, top three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, in the modern, in like more modern day times, you might see people try to argue that like the witch from the Conjuring series, maybe, might get somebody that argues Annabelle from the Conjuring series. But people are so Slimer all day. The 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 nun the nun are I call it the witch, but the nun in in the Conjuring series is super famous. When I had the witch, I think of Left 4 Dead. Don't shoot the witch. Don't shoot the fucking witch. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that leads me to my number one. Yeah, sure. that was about it. Uh, the Shining. I'm. I'm really. I thought just from like a sheer movie cinema standpoint, this would be this would be your guys' number one. It's on my. It's my four out of respect. I really didn't even enjoy it. Okay. But I, I appreciated that it was good, so I put it at four. I fucking love this movie. Uh, when when you think of suspense, thriller, horror, ghost, paranormal, this is this is where my head goes. Like this is groundbreaking stuff for the genre. Seeing it now, it's it like I just saw it for the first time for this, so it's not nearly as shocking. I imagine. Oh as, as wait, if I'd you saw it for the first time this week? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, so like. It, like if you saw it in theaters in 1980, I could understand how you'd be blown away by this movie and like terrified. But watching it in 2021 for the first time as a 33 year old adult, and having seen numerous things parody the scary parts, wasn't as shocking. There's all right. It loses it's more something. Creepy than scary. I feel like yeah. I don't think yeah. you leave that. It's movie unnerving like for sure. Frightened. It's just yeah, very yeah. unnerving. There's Stanley Kubrick. So his whole thing is, people can some people consider him like the greatest director of all time, where everything in his movie has meaning. There's yeah. nothing there that's like not deliberate. So people, when they go into the the uh, the pantry in the in the hotel in The Shining, Stanley Kubrick has those cans and packages arranged in such a way that it means something. I don't know what the hell it means. Some people watch that movie and swear it's about like the Trail of Tears for for the Native Americans. And Some people love to say that it's him telling the world that he faked that he was the director of the moon landing because yeah, the moon landing was fake, right? And it, there, there's a lot going on to the fact that they made a documentary about what The Shining means, yes. as told by many different fan theories. And it's a it's a it's a pretty good watch. Um, 
certain aspects of The Shining that I love when they're sitting around watching television, the TV is not plugged in. And like they don't say the TV is not plugged in, but it's just not. It's sitting in the middle of the room, not plugged into anything. So like, how the hell is it on? And it's like, it, it's, it makes you think mm. like, are all the characters, do they really know what's going on? It's, 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 it's a good movie. It, it definitely makes you think, um, what Shelley Duvall played, um, Wendy, right? Wendy Toronto. Yes. And she was harassed constantly by Stanley Kubrick, like on set all the time, just to unnerve her. Like, I think they passed laws for like the actors union and the actors guild because of her mistreatment by Stanley Kubrick for that movie. And there's actually behind the scenes stuff that leaked. And it's, I don't. I want to consider it like so bad, but he definitely picks on her. Definitely. So, so there's like there's like it's not the, acting at that point. Like, like it, it gets that's his method, right? That's that's guess, how he. Like, it was his method, but like Jack Nicholson, it was like the guy you couldn't unnerve. Like they they had long hours. They filmed scenes like well into the night, and he would just sat in the corner and he'd be like, "Whatever you want, Stanley." Like he he was just like yeah. into it. So I don't know, man. It's a it's a it's a really good movie for sure. I, I watch it at least once a year. Um, I mean, he's a great choice for this because he's. He's always just sketchy baseline, so you can yeah. fully see the transformation happening. Whenever I think of like the best actors of all time, like you get to him, like for for me, I get to him around like five or six, and I just look at the resume. I'm like, oh, he really might be like number one. He's really like, good, but he's like a one trick pony. I don't know, man. I think he Is has. He? I think he has Mostly. range. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have range, but like, what does one trick pony mean then? <sighs> <laughs> All right, well, this is exaggerated. He's like a two-trick pony, but like I'd never see him as like an endearing character. He's always like a creepy guy or like a hardened weirdo. I don't, I don't know. I like he's one of those actors that like he's always rough it, around the edges. He's done it forever, and like he kind of evolved his craft as he's gotten older. So I appreciate movies like About Schmidt. I appreciate like A Few Good Men. Um, the Departed, he's off the rails bonkers. Oh, I think yeah. he does that the best. Like, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, The Shining, he's, he's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. But then you got, like, um, Chinatown, where he's a detective, and he's a, very good at it. So, I don't know. Especially his roles in the 70s. The Last Detail, I don't know if you ever seen sure. that. It's very good. But no. uh, Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's certainly, like, great, though. Can't argue his greatness. I like him. I'm going to believe it. I'm not saying yeah. he's bad. He's just... He certainly knows his strengths. Sure, he plays to him. That's probably like the film yeah. rules that he's, he's chose. But like Jack Torrance, it, it's between that and R.P. McMurphy for like his most recognizable role, I'd say. Probably like his two best. And those are the two craziest. So to your but, point, uh, yes, he does off the wall, batshit crazy really, really well. Yes, the yes, Joker. I mean, the oh, Joker. Yeah, sure. yeah, like it's. He's got a style, it works. He got a lot of money to play the Joker. Yes, he did. Yes, he Deserved did. it. Fucking earned that because that was great, great performance. So, yeah, um, I love, I fucking love The Shining. <laughs> have you seen Doctor uh, Sleep? I have not watched Doctor Sleep yet. And originally, like the first couple months after it came out, I think it was just a matter of not having time. And now it's a matter of enough time has passed that people have been reviewing it and I don't know that I want to risk ruining The Shining. It doesn't ruin The Shining. Oh, that's good. All right, then I'll watch it. It does on HBO Max, I think, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. The thing I there's two things I really don't like about Doctor Sleep. One is buying The Shining on Blu-ray. You had to buy Doctor Sleep, and D comes before S, and that annoys me. <laughs> uh, the second thing, the the actual thing, um, child murder. <laughs> Not a fan of that in any form. Implied, okay. I don't want to see it, and you see it. And Star Wars, baby. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. And it's Jake. Lightsaber comes on. We know what happens after that. That's two Ewan McGregor movies with child murder. That's it. <laughs> That's twice. And it's Jacob Jesus. Tremblay, the the kid from uh, Good Boys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, what's that movie? Room. No, he's got the the birth defect. Oh, uh, Wonder. Wonder, yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's unrecognizable in that for obvious reasons. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> movie's really good though <laughs> he is really good i like that movie very heartwarming yeah <sighs> the shining all right sh- cool yeah no oh, this is gonna be a fun wheel all right it is i guess we'll find out we will Jesus. find out that's true do we want to do bubbles yeah, yeah let's do the bubbles um matt what are your bubbles uh two of them we talked i had three two of them we talked about insidious and the conjuring and then the other one was paranormal activity because I okay. really did enjoy the first one. I actually saw that in theaters multiple times. And there's not a lot going on there. And I think that's a testament of a really good movie where there's not a lot happening. But you're like kind of on the edge of your seat anyway. So, uh, yeah, me and the wife like that one. I saw the third right. one in theaters and that's all I know about that series. You should, Yeah, that's a bad choice by you. It, it wasn't <laughs> my choice. I was on a date, believe it or not. I believe it. <laughs> Joe's slaying it all Good day, call. every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you have a full slate of five bubbles, you said? No, no, no. That was last week. I had six last oh, okay. week. I have two. We already talked. I mentioned Soul. And the other one was The Crow. Ooh. That would work. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> it's not too late, Corey. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is not good. <laughs> Corey, why you ponder this decision? Joe, yeah. what were the movies that you watched for this? The horror movies? Uh, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street. You didn't like it? Oh. Uh, I didn't love it. The thing okay. I don't like about horror movies is that the characters are all always really stupid. Like, the adults in that movie are really stupid. Uh, I get why you like it, though. It's 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 for If I liked slasher movies, I would like that movie. I would like you to watch like the skip two and mm-hmm. watch three and to see the the uh, All right. evolving. Oh, the three of, uh, three is where she comes evolution. back, right? Yeah, the evolu- three is yeah she comes back. Tina comes yeah, back. Yeah. But three, yeah, three. Freddy, as the series progresses, becomes mm-hmm. less scary and really funny. Like they okay. become dark comedies, like going forward, and the effects. I, are, like, I might be crazy. into that more. Yeah, yeah. three three is good. Uh, three is probably. One is like a better movie, but three is like the most fun movie of the franchise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the other horror movie I watched besides The Shining, I watched Unfriended. <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> it's good at being creepy. The thing I don't like about that movie is that the kids are yelling most of the movie. It's yeah. very annoying. It gets very annoying. <laughs> That's one of the issues with the Blair Witch Project, too, is no real horror. It's just kids screaming at yeah. a camera. Unfriended. Wow. All right. So <laughs> I have to ask a question about Unfriended. Okay. 
when it's revealed that she hooked up with that other guy, not her boyfriend. I already knew because you told us about this. And, and but... she goes, it, didn't, it lasted for like a minute. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was laughing so hard <laughs> that scene, and it's like, oh man. I think it's a cool concept. That, it is, that yeah. It, it, like I said, it does a good. Definitely, I was definitely a little creeped out. Like I could feel okay. the suspense and tension in that movie, so it does a good job doing that. You got to watch the second one. Uh, you do have I? to. Yes. Do yeah, I? yeah. Because yeah. it's like a totally. Can different... I just watch Searching again? No, Searching's way watch, better. <laughs> what Searching is a thousand times better. But watch the second one because they. Mm-hmm. It's not paranormal ghost stuff. It's different. Okay. They do something. It's un, it's unfriended the dark web. So, mm-hmm. yeah. ipso facto, it's about the dark web. Well, um, hopefully it's still on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Don't 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 spend money on it, but definitely check oh, it yeah, out. Oh yeah, no, I'm not definitely not spending money. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's vastly different. And it's like I remember watching it. I was watching it in my basement. And I paused it several times to like discuss like what choice did this guy make going forward? <laughs> so, it's a it's a thought provoking movie. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm not gonna change my list. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it lie. I'll find Crow somewhere else. I'm sure. Okay. I can't believe that didn't fucking cross my mind. I am. I was surprised too. I am legit. I don't know. I don't know that it would have made the cut. It would have. Pro- it definitely would have bubbled at the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I would have put it. I don't know that I would have put it over Insidious. I mean, I guess I would have maybe. So I maybe would have slotted it at five at the highest. Maybe would have slotted it in at five at the highest. Fair enough. Um, my bubble movies are The Exorcist. Okay. The original Possession movie. Yeah. Um, not so much. I, I It definitely isn't. I don't think it necessarily deserves to be in the top five. Obviously, I didn't put it there. Um, I thought Demon rather than Ghost in that. Yeah, one. I didn't think of a ghost at all for The Exorcist. Yeah, I mean, I can. But I don't yeah, think of a right. ghost for Nightmare on Elm Street either. So, fair. Totally fair. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. I think anything that's not alive that's inhabiting our world, sure. you can argue is a ghost. Okay. Um. And then the other, the last one, uh, the last bubble was another Guillermo del Toro classic for me. Uh, Devil, the Devil's Backbone. Yeah, I made all the top ten lists on that. Yeah, um, probably legitimately one of the scariest movies I've ever, I've ever watched. Okay, hands down. Period. One of the scariest movies I've ever, I've ever watched. Uh, I will say nothing more about it past that. Uh, if you want to watch a scary movie and you haven't seen it yet, there you go. Watch The Devil's Backbone. Yeah, I also thought about being a jerk and putting like Star Wars on my list. Force Ghost? Force Ghost. Force Ghost, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Not as much of a stretch than the Muppet Christmas Carol, so... That's all ghosts! <laughs> They're literally the ghost of Christmas Okay, past. that's fine. They're literally Force Ghosts. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like... You're right. They're barely in the movie in Star Wars. Like, at least in Muppet Christmas Carol, they're in the majority of the movie. Okay. If you had said... If you had said... I don't care Star about Wars, this either. The Empire <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's if obvious. Said, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's fired, you bastard. If you had said, if you had said uh, Empire Strikes Back, I, I actually would have screwed. I would have said Return of the Jedi because yeah. all the Force Ghosts appear. At the end. That's a good point. Yeah. Force Ghost Teddy Bear. I thought, oh, I thought about this. I actually sat there and thought about this. <laughs> all right, get the fucking wheel. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. You got to say the rules. Oh, yeah, tell, tell the people how it works. Yes, gotta... let me tell you guys how, how it works. So uh, Matt has a magic wheel on his phone he's gonna spin it at least five times um 
movies will come up at random and those movies will make our top five list and we will then have to rank them from there. It, we each have a single veto. Uh, so if a movie comes up that we do not like, that we do not think should be on the list, we can veto it. But we must be careful because each of us prior to recording protected a single movie. If you veto a protected movie, it stays on the list and your veto is gone. So without any further ado, let's get the first wheel spin in. All right. Let's see what we got, boys. It's spinning on its own. <laughs> Corey 3, The Conjuring. Okay. No issue from I me. think this is a week where like I'm just going to hold my veto probably no matter what because I haven't seen most of the movies you guys have. There's three movies on here that I'm considering. I know one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. I only get one. You only get one. Next spin. Be Matt 3, 1408. Good, good? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. Okay. Next spin is in Joe number one, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Okay. One, two, you know what? That makes the list. Fuck. I'm fine with it. <laughs> God damn it. Next spin. That's going to that's gonna hurt me. Corey, four, Ghostbusters. Spin again. Yes. Yeah. Matt, two, The Shining. Oh, this there it is. Fun. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, what a battle. Okay. <laughs> Do I have the strength for this? <laughs> Potentially <laughs> less spin. Matt, one, Ghostbusters. Spin it again. Run it back. Joe... For The Shining. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Corey to The Orphanage. I've never seen it. I'm going to use my veto. Did you protect it? I did indeed. Okay, cool. I figured. All right. That's our five. We tried. I'm, just, I'm glad Joe's two or three didn't make the list. <laughs> <laughs> Fun, I, uh, to make it easier... I did not protect those. I'm not. Okay. A, I'm not a bastard. <laughs> Do you want to go through the protects now before we make this final list? Sure, why not? Uh, I protected the orphanage, as we just found out. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what did you protect? I protected Bill and Ted. Okay, fair. I wouldn't have vetoed that. No, I didn't think yes. so. Uh, I protected Ghost. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's honestly probably a good. That's fair. Probably a good call. I figured if always got vetoed, I'd be fine with it. That's my pick for me. But Ghost, it's the title of our episode, so. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I would have let Ghost lie, 100%. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just never seen The Orphanage, so. No, no, that's yeah. fair. Um, so it looks like Ghostbusters, Shining are going to be. One, two. One, one or, two. Yeah. One or two. I think, it, I, I mean, I think I think it's just going to have to be that way, Ghostbusters, one, Shining, two. I mean, it, two number ones. Because it's Probably, two number yeah. ones, right? Yeah, it's two number ones. In a, one, one, in four. A versus one, two, four. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So. That's just yeah, math, that's baby. I mean, I disagree, but I'm not. I mean, that's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Historically, you do. A, yes. Ghostbusters is still a fantastic movie. Listen, if I do die on that hill, I'm haunting both your asses. Then it's 1408, The Orphanage, and The Conjuring. I have so little opinion about these three movies. I mean, it's a, it's right. a two three three. Um. Wait, what? The the ranking. Corey's is two. Oh, always oh, three. Because they're all three. separate. Yeah, all one person. Uh, I would say if we can give me orphanage at three, we'll, I, I'll fourteen oh eight. I imagine at that should help. Four and conjuring, out. five. 
I'm very okay with that. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay. I figured there'd be a Shining Ghostbusters battle, but... I, you know cordial. what? Listen. After, after last week. Two weeks ago. Or two, or two weeks, weeks ago. Last week was, yeah. last week was very civil. <laughs> very clean. Yes. Last week, the, the, number, the, the numbers, numbers were just worked there. out perfectly. Fucking yeah. lined up perfectly. And no, I mean, listen. I Yes, did I put Ghostbusters at my number four? Sure did. But that's just because I'm also a horror fan. So it's like... It's not for everybody, and two number ones. Uh, listen, it, it is what it is. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. By the skin of his teeth, Ghostbusters. It was very close. And one of us hasn't even seen The Shining. Like, listen, we've all seen The Shining. We've all seen. Oh, the you did. I made all of our list. You saw it for this. Oh, you saw it for this. I'm <laughs> yes. sorry. I put. You watched it for the first time in your 30s. Yep. I mean, come on. Never seen The Shining, but put it on his list as for respect. <laughs> I'm that classy. That... <laughs> I thought Plus I thought that's what I had heard, but then now that you say that, you did say that. No, I, I think that should be a steadfast rule it. for all three of us. Like, never put a movie you uh, haven't watched. Watch it, yeah, please. I thought that went without saying. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a rule I've been going okay. by. Actually, my number one is actually Ghost. I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm too fucking late. Goddamn it! Picture nominee. Oh my god! Would feel the dreams have counted? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I Holy thought about. crap! I thought about it. My it was on my list. That's my crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that would have knocked always off the list for sure. Yeah, I was honestly, I was expecting a field of dreams on there. I was expecting um, a Beetlejuice somewhere. I watched it again. Even yeah. even even it as a, it. I didn't think it was going to be necessarily a five. I thought it was going to it was going to bubble somewhere. Beetlejuice is like a a tad overrated in my opinion. I will I say, know. I remember the cartoon Beetlejuice, so yeah. rewatching the movie Beetlejuice, where he's the villain, was really confusing to me. Yeah, no, yeah. I remember the first time I saw it, I've watched the cartoon for years. That was, like, mm-hmm. my jam growing up. Like, yeah. that was always on. And then, yeah, when he's, like, the bad guy, you're, it's a little confusing. It throws you through a loop, because you're like, good. but he's yeah. not the bad guy in the cartoon. No. <laughs> yeah. It's jarring. You're right. It is. Also, right. Alec Baldwin's in that. Totally forgot. Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Catherine O'Hare. That's it. Yeah, the mom from Home Alone. Affectionately known. And Schitt's Creek. And Schitt's Creek. And Winona Ryder. Maura Rose. All right. Sorry, rattle these off. Yeah. Do it, bud. Top five ghost movies. Coming at number five, The Conjuring. Number four, 1408. Number three, The Orphanage. Number two, The Shining. And the number one ghost movie is Ghostbusters. Love that list. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Did, did, did. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it all day. All day. Great theme song. Ah, yes. That's a great list. That's a great list, boys. I agree with two-fifths of it. I got to watch The Orphanage now. Anytime a movie makes our, one of our top five lists, I haven't seen it. I make it a point to watch it. Do you need it to be on Blu-ray? Because I can lend you the DVD if you're if you're fine with watching it on DVD. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Um, I'll see you if it's Kubo streaming yet? anywhere. Yeah, see if it's streaming somewhere. If it's not, not and you have Kubo to pay yet. for it. I'll, I will. Uh, I'll lend it to you. I have to go check um, our previous. You guys could swap DVDs. You could swap Always <laughs> and The Orphanage. The Orphanage. It's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. hook up and. Yeah, definitely. It's in Spanish, huh? It is, yes. Okay. This is native tongue. Right on. 
Awesome. All right, so I guess this brings us to the goodbye section of our show, which is when we tell you about all the ways that you can interact with us. Um, first and foremost, you can email us at 5MovieMadness. That's 5MovieMadness with the number 5, which also happens to be our Twitter handle, 5MovieMadness with the number 5. It's at gmail.com. Yeah, the email's at gmail.com. You're right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at I am a M city folk soul. Find me on Twitter, Matt Jansen, Twitter handle M R underscore Janny J A N N Y. If you want to borrow my copy of always, we can talk shop or if you want to talk about movies or sports in general, I'm always available for a conversation. You can find me on Twitter at juice clerk. Are you following anybody yet? Uh, Corey's <laughs> following me. I'm not following anyone. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Uh, Joe, in the Five Movie Madness Twitter yes. page in the bio, do we have all three of our t- personal tw- Twitter handles there? Uh, no. Would you like me to you put them there? That, because right? I can, I can probably do that. Yeah, you. I think please. Do I will see if I, I will see if I can do that. Well, sir. I mean, I definitely put the Five Movie Madness Twitter handle in mine. Well, so then I did. We I think I it. did. Or unless I just. I, I actually copied it from you, Matt, because you had the ZTH one I on there. Probably right? put it last mine. time I looked. Okay. And also tweet, and also follow. It's people. weird. It says so on your Twitter, Twitter, Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. Just refresh to one, okay? Because it said follow by Corey, and then you had zero followers, which is weird. But that I just weird. refreshed it. And it Corey's up. a ghost. That's yeah, it. Ghost follow. <laughs> ghost Twitter. Ooh. That'll be on Sci-Fi Channel soon enough. Ghost Twitter. <laughs> Has to be right. Unfriended. Ghost Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Unfriended three. Ghost Twitter. Down. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that shit in a heartbeat. Have you seen the other two? I've seen the original. Okay. I saw Unfriended. Cool, cool, cool. Did not watch the dark web. So, I watched it on your recommendation because you had yeah, same. That's why I watched uh, spoken it very highly of it way back when you first saw it. Oh yeah, and then when I was the last time I watched it, I said this movie's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So same difference. Oh man. All right, from all of us here to all of you out there, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Later.